Welcome back to episode two of Downtime, the podcast. Uh, it's Billy and Hunter again, and today we're going to be catching up on what we've played and also talking about what the hell Nintendo is ever thinking. Let's get started. Hey everybody, I'm Billy Nuttle. I'm Hunter Hannon. And we are back. Hunter, how have you been this week? You know, pretty good. All the weeks feel the same. Okay, that's <laughs> to fair. Me. That what do weeks feel like for you? Fill me in. Uh a lot of school and a lot of work. Okay. That's about it. Wow, that is sad. It's, it's sad. It's boring. Mm-hmm. Do you have an escape? Oh. Yes, I do. What is it? It's video games. <gasps> Wow, it's almost like we're on a video game podcast. So what have you been playing in the last week? Go ahead. The last week, pretty much just Overwatch. <laughs> okay, okay, nice. Nice, some, how's some it going? On, some on PC, some on PS4. Okay. A lot of placement ma- uh, matches going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going better than the Roll Q beta season went. Okay. So I'm winning a lot more. That's good. I know they were having some problems with Roll Q beta. Yeah, I think a lot of pro players were placing in very low ranks. <laughs> Which is really funny to me. I know, imagine being like known as just like a renowned Overwatch player that's so good at the game and then you get placed in gold. It's the one thing you do, you're in silver. <laughs> Sorry, you're down with the scum that forgot how to aim every other game. Have fun. <laughs> oh man, I, believe it or not, I've not played Overwatch this past week. Ooh. What, uh, what have you been playing? Well, going back to last week, you know I'm trying to get through the Batman Arkham series again. I'm yeah. trying to get that platinum trophy. Uh, one of the, A few of the trophies are based in the challenges in the Arkham games. Uh, and the challenges are like, we're going to throw a bunch of enemies at you, and you're going to need to fight them, and it's a combat challenge. Get oh. a score, get like combos high enough, do well enough. You win, you get medals. Yay! Uh, and it's for getting three medals for all of the challenges. Uh, there are also stealth challenges of, like, it's map, don't be seen, take them out stealthily because you're Batman, you are the knight, whatever. Uh, but the problem for Arkham City is that it has its stealth challenges and its combat challenges. And already for those, you have to play them twice. You play them in a normal version, and then you play them in an extreme version where it's like the same kind of enemies, but more of them, and then also more kinds, but it's the same map. Okay. So I think there are officially six maps for the combat and for the predator challenges, but you play each one twice, where one of them is slightly harder. So already you're having to play them again. And then for the campaign challenges, what they do is they give you two of the Predator challenges and then one of the combat challenges, and you just need to do them in a gauntlet, and you get three retries in case you fail any one of them. So this mechanic, where you need to play these things twice on these maps already, you then have to play each one, I think, an additional two times for the between like all of the campaigns. So you're playing on these maps... Uh, four times. And then where it gets worse 
is that there's also a trophy for completing all of the challenges as Nightwing or as Robin or oh. as Catwoman. So you play through these maps, you play them again, but slightly harder for extreme. And then you again. play both ver- versions of them again, I think once or twice each for the campaign. And then you do all of that three more times for the other three characters. And it's driving me insane. <laughs> it, I didn't even know it was that complicated. I've played uh, all those games pretty much. I focused on just the story, though. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't do a lot of the extra stuff, which I know a lot of people really like those games mm-hmm. for. I did the same thing. And the challenges are fun. I enjoy them so much. But, like, stop. <laughs> Especially some of the Predator challenges, which are so... The medals for those are not based in time or score or anything. They're based in certain things that you do, like uh, use the grappling gun to pull an enemy off of a ledge. That's a medal. But like when you combine some of those, they just get so difficult and annoying to complete. And I've just been stuck on that. <laughs> That's all I've been playing this I... week, and I'm not even through Batman's challenges. I feel like I... I'm not the biggest fan of challenges in games. I will get through them if I want the trophies for them, but ultimately, it they just I get so annoyed. I don't like playing the same thing over and over again just to get like a few less seconds. Like uh, the Spyro games, there's always that one like level in every area where you're just like flying through the mm-hmm. rings and destroying like different things, and if I miss like one thing, I. I, just, I gotta do the whole thing over because I need to get everything. It depends on the kind of mood I'm in. There are some games where I'll just play the same repetitive task over and over again. Uh, but then there are other games where it's like, you know what, I actually kind of want to experience the story. But what I really like whenever I'm doing a repetitive task or something like that is I will set up my phone and I will put up my YouTube watch later playlist of a bunch of videos that I wanted to watch but haven't had time for yet. I'll, like, put on that. I'll put on whatever TV show I'm watching so that I have that as background noise. Oh. And it's just, like, I'm also making progress in the game. I I do not play games with background noise really at all. Sometimes if I'll play, like, Call of Duty multiplayer, I'll put, like, Spotify on in the background okay. if it's, like, just regular, like, mm-hmm. multiplayer. But I really I don't like to have the background noise. I like to focus on the game. Most of the time when I'm playing Overwatch Mystery Heroes for the loot boxes, YouTube is on. Oh, really? The only time it's not is if I'm playing with you or other friends. Mm-hmm. Um, or if someone finally is using their microphone in comp mode. Oh. They're See, compet- like, I'll, I have my headset on. I have one of my earbuds on under my headset. And I'm like playing YouTube. And then competitive mode finally pops up. And I'm like, anyone else on mic? And then no one says anything. And I'm like, <sighs> Cool, let's continue with the YouTube then. <laughs> I always make it a point to at least be in like the team chat for competitive in mm-hmm. Overwatch. So I'll yeah. I'll be listening to everybody, but I don't always want to talk to people because like yeah. there's always I feel like fifty percent of the people that are playing that get so mad about like the dumbest things. And I know mm-hmm. that I don't wanna like toot my own horn, but I'm like, I know I'm I'm not doing like the wrong thing. Like it's it's that other person. Mm-hmm. I faced a lot less of that after Roll Q beta came out. Yeah, that's what I've noticed uh, just hearing uh, people, too. Yeah, every now and then you do still get a person who's awful. For instance, I played this one match with someone who informed me that uh, he doesn't think that his competitive rank is high enough. So what he will do is stall, where he will let the enemy team get the point and continue the match 
so that he can get more kills because he knows we're going to win in the end. I have never heard that, but that sounds like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. He was playing Farah, and there is a one-on-one team fight on the point. He just had to kill the other opponent. Game would have been over. We were in overtime. And on voice chat, he's like, so should I stall? And I'm like, no, you shouldn't. You should end the match. I have other games to play for my uh, for my placements, and then I have things to do. You should end the match. And he's like, too late. Already stalled. And the match continued. And, like, we didn't let them get a point after that, but I was so annoyed. I immediately reported that guy for unhelpful gameplay because <laughs> that's flat out what it is. It, yeah. There's mind-blowing. People do some weird stuff in that game. Or like, people are awful. Yeah, there's constantly, like, games where, like, I'll be on defense or something like that, and we'll completely, like, hold the first point, but then, like, we... Then when we're, like, attacking, we're like, all right, guys, all we got to do is get one tick, and then we're, we can't do that. And I'm like, what is happening? What's even better is when you start with defense and the team steamrolls you and you get terrified. But then you do the same thing. And then you swap thing. and you team you steamroll the other team, and it's like, but oh, worse. <laughs> both of us aren't good at defense. Noted. <laughs> and then you come back to win it in the end because the other team got tilted. <laughs> Because they were like, oh, we took round one so easy. We got this. Well, what are they doing? Or I love the fake confidence in when you're like, oh, the other team lost a player. And so you're like, oh, this will be so easy. And then, like, you still aren't doing that well. And then by the time, like, you already wasted all that time where Mm -hmm. you were, like, up a person because that person joined back. (laughs) I've never had a game where the the other team has lost a player and I lost. Like, every time the other team loses a player that leaves early, it's like... From there, it's easy. Yeah. I think there was... I feel I, bad. I think I've been on the other side of it where we were... All we had to do was defend, and uh, I think we would either tie it or win somehow. I forgot. We had five people, and we were able to defend it and not uh, let them take a point. But that was a few... Se- that was a while ago. That was like okay. a year or so okay. ago. I I had a competitive game where I think we played on Eldorado... That's not the name. Route 66. Ah. Yeah. We played on Route 66 uh, three times total, attack defense. And we uh, that final time we played, we had barely any time to push on the attack. We were in overtime before we hit point one, but we pushed the cart the full map. Oh, my on gosh. Overtime. That, that has happened. Insane feeling it's, of, like, so we, dumb. we got this. We won. That they're like point and match. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, no, I haven't been playing Overwatch this week. Just Batman. Just the Batman challenges. Dear Lord. Yeah. <sighs> hey, you know what day it is? What day is it? It's National Video Games Day. It's National Video Games Day. Well, that's fantastic. Well, what's your favorite video game? Go. You have three seconds to decide. Three seconds to decide. Three, two. One. It might be Overwatch at this point. Okay. Okay. Respectful. I've played it so much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. That's fair. Uh, what's yours? Overwatch. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> we have varying interests. I as always go to back. This show. I always think my favorite should be The Last of Us. That's what I always like think about in my head. Just because like that was like the first game that I feel like I played. Like, when I played through, it was, like, completely different than anything, like, I've played before. Okay. Even though, like, it followed the same, like, formula of things, but it just, like, it was like a movie. 
Okay. It still felt very... I'd played the Uncharted series before I played yeah, Last of too. Us. Yeah, me too. And, like, Last of Us is just horror Uncharted. Yeah. Still I don't even think it was really good. horror. I think I remember thinking that it was going to be, like, more horror It was thriller. Yeah. Horror at moments. I really... I think it's so interesting that Last of Us build, uh, like sold itself to us as a zombie game and then we got the game, and I think there were more combat points with other people than there were zombies. Yeah, that confused me for a while. Which is super interesting, and I love that. That's what I'm wondering how part two is going to play, too. I think there's an event later this month, I think, that they're going to show off some more. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. It's supposed to come out before the end of the year. Do you know what else today is, though? I think so, yeah. Do you know what else is today? What? Today's the day we got word of Nintendo's latest creation. Oh. Let me describe this to you folks. Uh, So the Nintendo Switch has the two little side Joy-Con controllers. You can hold one in each hand. What if I told you that Nintendo has created a plastic ring that will contain one of the Joy-Cons, and they've also created uh, essentially like an iPod armband for when you're jogging, uh, but that's for the other Joy-Con, and it gets strapped to your thigh. And the game is a role-playing adventure game where you're destroying monsters using workouts. Yep, that's what that is. <laughs> right before we started recording this, I watched the video, and I really, I don't even know what to think about it. it mm-hmm. It's very, it's interesting. Like... <laughs> I don't, okay, so you hold the ring in your hands, and you can, uh, it has resistance to it. It's not a cheap plastic. It is sort of like a workout tool plastic where it will, like, force you back. You need to put effort into it from what it looks like. And it's like you're constantly holding that, and you'll, like, do a yoga pose and outstretch your arm to the side, and that'll charge up an attack. <laughs> or you'll squeeze the two it's sides like, of the ring in on itself, and that'll charge the attack. It's like or turn-based combat, but, like, yeah, it's, it's turn-based, it's turn-based but the turn is you doing that pose It's or Pokemon, something. but in order to use Leaf Blade, you gotta do the squats. <laughs> like, it, it's so... And you, you defend by using an ab workout. <laughs> I'm shocked that it exists. I'm not shocked Nintendo made it. At this point, I'm not shocked either. We've right. we've gone on downtime before talking about Labo, which is yeah. a very interesting I love addition. Labo so much. I have uh, a piano made of cardboard. That's good for you. <laughs> yeah, it, it plays notes. You can remix stuff. It, you can have drum beats for it. You can make them sound like old men. It's See, great. You know what's weird is you saying that, like, that almost makes sense to mm-hmm. say. But, like, what are you going to say? Like, I have this this ring and this leg strap, <laughs> and I've lost 10 pounds using this new Nintendo Switch game. I saved a fictional kingdom, and I lost 15 pounds and gained 5% muscle mass. <laughs> Boom. Oh, I forgot to mention how you defend from enemy attacks, by the way. Oh yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, you need to hold the ring against your abs and push it in. That and, is going, and hold it in place. That will destroy my non-existent abs. <laughs> like I am not gonna feel good after two things of combat. Everyone that plays that game, what if they just have like the ring, like just a, a mark on them? I don't <laughs> know. Just them pushing it against them. Uh, oh, oh! You play a Switch Adventure workout fit 
plus whatever. I can so tell by do the, I. I can tell by the indent on your shirt that you, <laughs> that you play that game. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Nintendo! What are why Nintendo? I'm Listen. curious to see. Well, like, what other experiences is that? What they're gonna call them or games? I have no is idea. A, it it's weird because it really it's a is a game. it's a game where you have to like actually jog. Yeah, to there is go an around. overworld. There is an end goal. It is a game. It is flat out a game, but also it comes with a plastic ring. Ah. It should have been a like hula hoop sized or resizable. Imagine swinging that around your hips like a hula. Oh my god! Can you imagine what would happen? That's how you defended. Could you imagine if the Joy-Con flung out while you were hula hooping at one point? No. (laughs) (laughs) Just the centripetal force is too much, and it just shoots out while it's going around you. That'd be bad. That'd be a whole new warning to put at the beginning of all the games. (laughs) That'd be a much weirder warning than like, oh yeah, uh, make sure you have the Wii remote strap on, otherwise you might hurt your TV. Oh, yeah, make sure that the Switch controller is properly connected to the ring. Otherwise, when you hula hoop, someone may die. <laughs> Nintendo. The Nintendo brand of quality. Or whatever. Oh, man. Are you excited for Borderlands 3? That was a horrible transition. But are it you really, excited for it Borderlands really was, 3? But, no, I'm not excited for it, but, like, okay. I'm glad it came out, I guess. I don't okay. know. Because I know a lot of people like that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and my friends spent a little bit of time this summer playing 2, because I think it was free for on PlayStation. We played a little bit of it, but I don't know. I'm excited for it. I think I'm going to get it. I want to play it with people. I want to go through the campaign with people. I think I have people that would be willing to. I think I might be more willing to play this one, just because um, I, str- I don't know. I'm struggling with, like, Maybe how old two is or something like that. Like the game just doesn't like it doesn't look the way that I want it to look or something. I don't know. Okay. Okay. It's not not that the graphics are bad. It's just like because no. it's old. Mm-hmm. It is. Like I'm just I'm also like I was never used to playing that kind of game either, and I feel like the controls and everything could be like more polished. I'm excited to see how that game style transitions into the modern consoles. Oh yeah. Because like we've had the. Uh, the Handsome Jack Collection, I think it's called, where it's two and also the pre-sequel. But I don't think those were made... Those weren't made for the current generation. Those were made no, for the previous yeah. and then just remastered. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see how like this actually looks being fully built for the PlayStation. Yeah, and I think it's there's something with like cell shading in games. Like the way that like I don't... I'm not the biggest fan of it because, like, I had that same I problem with like. Shading, there's like a little bit of it in like Apex Legends, and I could not okay. play that game. Really? I don't know. I, just I, because of the slightest. Cell I don't shading. know what it was. It was just something about like the style of it. I was like, I really there's. It's turning me off from this game. I really don't feel like playing it. Like visually, I don't know why. Do you hate Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker? Never played it. Wow, is it because of the cell shading or because it's, you don't obviously, play Zelda? It, it might be. Okay. <laughs> it's, okay. It's, it's both. Uh, how do you feel about what's another cell cell shaded game? I know there are other ones. I was just well, I know I did. How do you feel I, about Breath of the Wild? Um, <laughs> have, my I did not finish that game. I played like five hours okay. of it, but I'm just not that big of a fan of that game. It just felt like a lot of empty space to me. Wow, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Something interesting about Breath of the Wild, though, is there is a very small area on that gigantic map where the texture effect that they put on the game, the cell shading effect, is not applied. Well, maybe I need to go to that area. <laughs> You're not going to have the, any the fun that in that didn't area. really bother me. Um, but it's like everything has a slight cell shade to it to make it look brighter, more cartoony, whatever. And then when you go into the... It's a tower holding up a bridge. And there's an indent crevice from, like, worn down, bricks have fallen out, whatever, for aesthetic reasons. Uh, but the shell, cell shading is not in that tiny little crevice. So if you climb in there, then all of a sudden Link just sort of looks like a plastic doll. And any weapon you bring out there, like, loses a lot of the sheen and gloss that it has. It's super interesting to look at. I That's love... Weird. I love learning about that kind of stuff in video games. I love getting a peek behind the curtains of how stuff works. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. It's so good. I want to play that game, but I just, I don't know. It's my first Zelda game that I've tried to play also, so I feel like it's okay. It's just different. Moving on to uh, other somewhat video game news, but sort of related. This is a better transition. Uh, we were talking about PT last week, correct? Yes. Have you played PT? Yes, I have. So, you know how... Oh, I read about this. It's <laughs> this scary. Is so terrifying, but to me this is so cool. The main ghost character, who's named Lisa because she's your dead wife because it's a horror game, uh, there are moments in the game where you can see that ghost's shadow from behind you. So if there is a light behind you, it'll give you your shadow, but it'll also give Lisa's. You will hear sounds coming from behind you as well. And the way that these effects are achieved in the game itself is that Lisa is programmed to be stuck behind your character constantly. And that sounds creepy, but when you see footage of it from the right angle, it's really just Lisa's model not moving anything beyond her regular animation, but also rushing to keep at the same distance and same position behind you. So she's just like frantically keeping up and twisting and turning around as much as she can with no control. And it looks hilarious when you look at it from the right angle. If you look at it from the wrong angle, then that ghost is constantly behind you. Yeah. And when you turn around, she's not there because she's like attached to your back. It's great. It's so terrifying. I love that. That's that was like crazy. Like when I read that, because like I remember like that, like it reminded me of playing that because I hadn't played that since it pretty much came out. Like, I played through, like, walked around in, th- like, circles or whatever and then mm-hmm. deleted it or whatever and moved on. But, like, that re- like it reminded me of hearing all those things and, like, constantly, like, not wanting to turn around because I knew that there was something behind me. And Ooh. sure enough, there was always something behind me. Mm. Oh, man. I love it so much. I love it. I love it. Um, And that reminds me, actually, I have been playing something other than Batman I have started streaming this semester as well as starting a podcast and hosting downtime because I hate my free time <laughs> and I just I need to put out content man just need to do it live in the grind woo um so I stream every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. uh low pressure streams on Twitch it's uh me and CJ a friend of mine uh and I've been playing through Resident Evil 2 on the streams ooh and I'm not a fan of horror games, and I hate and love Resident Evil 2, 
because the mechanics and gameplay just work so well as a game. But at the same time, I hate horror games. <laughs> I, oh God, it's so stressful to be in that environment. I have like a love-hate relationship with horror games because I really want to play them. But then when I start playing them, I'm like, I'm not going in that door. No, not at all. <laughs> and I can't, well, I like physically can't. Like I tried to play Resident Evil 7 in VR and like it was kind of fun because some of my friends were there. Like we were taking turns like playing it. But then... There was no way I was going to go back and play the rest of that game in VR by myself. There's no way. Oh, wow. Resident Evil 7 VR. Yeah, that sounds Wow, what a coincidence like that you bring that up. Yeah. Oh, man. It's almost like it might maybe be in episode one of Downtime this Ooh. season, and we haven't told the people who are playing it they're going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> and I doubt they'll listen to this either, so... Oh, they're not going to listen to this. It's going to be great when they show up. One of them hates scary games, and the other one's fine with it. But, like, we're putting them in VR, Resident Evil Let 7. me tell you, it's pretty, like, jarring when you go into that game, because there's a lot of opening doors in the beginning part of the game, which I think is that's what we're going to be showing. Yeah. And... Uh, that is what we're showing, I believe. Because I had to play the rest of that game just normally, with the volume very low. <laughs> But, like, I got used to some of the jump scares, and, like, honestly, I really liked playing that game. Mm-hmm. Once you get past the beginning of that game, for sure, it becomes a lot less scary. Yeah. There are some elements that are still pretty creepy and terrifying, but once you're past it, like, the game just becomes walking through the house trying yeah, to I remember, um, put together puzzles. When I first saw one of those weird, like, swamp monster things, like those mm-hmm. black globs of whatever that is, the first time I saw one of those, I was like, uh-uh, nope. I think they're called the Molded? Aren't they? The mole people. (laughs) Mole people, mole people. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, Resident Evil 2 is also very well put together. I think they changed the gameplay so that it was similar to 7, except third person. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, that was on my radar to get the Resident Evil 2 remake, but I just never got around to it. But playing Resident Evil 2 on streams has been the best and worst way to experience it, because (laughs) I have CJ next to me who's willing to give me advice of, like, you might want to swap to this gun, you might want to stock up on this before you go in there, maybe you should, like, get another healing item just in case. But there are also moments where I'm just normally walking through and I'm exploring a room, and all of a sudden he'll look up from managing the stream and he'll be like, oh, oh, okay, oh, oh, no. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What's happening? And it's like, uh, you know, uh, it's fine. Something might be coming. It's fine. That's okay. And then he just leans back, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this information? Now I don't want to continue fight or flight, on. Fight or flight. <laughs> what do I do now? Oh, God. Ugh. It is so stressful playing that game on stream, but I just I just can't stop at the same time. I want to keep playing it and going <laughs> further. Oh, God. Oh, man. What else is happening in the world of video games, Hunter? I'll tell you what's happening. Uh, GameStop, have you heard about them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're closing 200 locations. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad because... I'm probably part of the reason why I've been buying a lot of games digitally. I'm not. I still like to buy physical for games that I really care about. Yeah, it depends. Sometimes I wish, I always wish I could buy the game digitally, but like get Mm -hmm. the case somehow. I don't know if that's like a weird thing, but. I love having my bookshelf filled with the games that I have. Yeah. I'm a little bit sad that I don't really do that for my Switch. 
um, because all of those are cartridges, so it's just easier to keep them in one mm-hmm. place. Uh, but typically my rule of thumb is if I'm getting a game, I'm buying it physically so that I have it. But if it's been like a few months and it's on sale and I'm like, oh, I never picked up that game, then I'll typically buy it digitally. Yeah, because I, yeah. I ran into the issue where I was like, well, why would I ever want to like use all of the space in my console for mm-hmm. these games? But then I realized I was like, I started strategically buying some games digitally. Like I would always get like the Call of Duty because like that's a game where I want to jump into multiplayer after I'm done playing something else. And, yeah. Like, I don't want to have to change discs like all the time when I'm flopping back and forth. That's or like that's my, Minecraft was like another game. Where I was like, I would never buy that on a disc because I was like, that's mm-hmm. something you hop into and you want to play. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wish I had that with Overwatch. That's Yeah, that was my yeah. next point because I have that on disc and I really wish I could just hop right into that game anytime. Mm-hmm. I really wish I could just jump right into it. <laughs> just jump right in. Just jump right in. Let's just jump into it. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, GameStop, they haven't been doing well. They failed to sell their own business. Uh, and then they're like, we're gonna, uh, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna swap instead of selling games. We'll, we'll still do that, but we're also just sort of like a, a community center where you can come and hang out and talk about video games. If they Please marketed help. that correctly, I feel Please. like it could be a thing. Like, it sounds pretty nice. That's always like, part of the reason yeah. I would go to GameStop first is because I could just have a short conversation with who's ever there about what's happening. Or, or they've always had like exclusive just like merchandise for things yeah. too. Mm-hmm. And some of it's super questionable. <laughs> <laughs> some of it's okay though. Do you remember back when the NES Classic was a thing, it would sell out, but what GameStop would do is they would sell it in bundles with a bunch of useless uh, stuff from the GameStop exclusives line. No, I don't remember that. So they would sell it with like a mug and a backpack and a statue. Those maybe all together worth like thirty bucks. Pair it with an NES Classic and then upcharge it to like four hundred, so that they could get away with getting more money for the NES Classics because everyone wanted them and they sold out immediately. Why? <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was crazy what GameStop was doing to get rid of those things. Um, they always do that kind of stuff. Like, I know it's a selling strategy and you like kind of want to do that stuff. But like, anytime I went in there, it was always like, I'm going to pay like that three extra dollars just in case that disc flies out the window. And I'm like, (laughs) why would that happen? (laughs) I laugh whenever someone tries to sell me insurance on the game cartridges for the Nintendo Switch. (laughs) You're like, what am I going to do? Taste it too hard and swallow it? What's going to (laughs) possibly happen with this cartridge? It's protected by itself. Like I'm not gonna scratch it like I would a disc. I'm I guess not you gonna could accidentally lose it, break but it in like, half. Don't you? But the insurance you, won't yeah, cover that. that. that At won't that cover point, that. you just lost a game. <laughs> that always person... used to happen as like a kid. I think I lost mm-hmm. my Nintendogs cartridge for um, DS. Oh no, you poor thing. I lost my Chihuahuas and friends. <laughs> oh no, what were, what were the Chihuahuas names? Uh, the one was named Funky. Okay. I don't remember the rest. He was an orange and white uh, Funky the Chihuahua. Chihuahua is the only Chihuahua that matters, folks. He really You've is. You've heard it here. Rest in peace. I haven't fed him in 12 years. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's because you lost him. I lost him also, you yeah. Lost I lost my whole house and yeah, you my lost... other dogs, too. Yep, you lost everything. Those games did something interesting with... Didn't they, like, you needed someone with, like, a, a separate copy of the game? Like, I think my little brother had Dalmatians and friends, and, like, I couldn't get Dalmatians in my game unless, like, we did, like, multiplayer or whatever, like the um, like the ad hoc, like, multiplayer to, like, 
have our dogs go on a play date, then I could unlock Dalmatians in my game. What? I'm pretty sure that was a thing. Am I crazy? Uh, you sound pretty crazy. It sounds it sounds like you're explaining Pokemon exclusives, but for Nintendogs. Nintendogs, it's it I'm pretty sure they did that because I me and my uh three of my siblings, we all had like a separate version of Nintendogs. And then when we would uh what was it even called when you went on like those play dates or whatever? Probably just probably play dates. just a play date, <laughs> a dog date. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> something weird. But I remember my older brother had like Yorkie and friends or something like that. I don't know. Wow, I'm pretty sure that was a thing. Maybe I'm wrong. Nintendogs is like so much more in depth. Where's Nintendogs Switch actually? Like this is. I'm a little bit. I was just starting to think that because yeah. like if you think about it, you could like detach the whole thing and like just set it on the ground and that's your dog you could you drag could it around go on a walk with your dog yeah you could attach a leash and drag your to switch. the nintendo switch and walk down the sidewalk <laughs> have like headphones plugged into the switch as well that's the leash or no you could make you a plug cardboard in a cardboard dog <laughs> and the face is the switch you make cardboard wheels to wheel around the cardboard dog <laughs> It's leashes, the headphones that you're listening to it on. <laughs> if you want to talk to it, you need the Nintendo online phone app and you need the special adapter to connect your headphones <laughs> to the phone, then the phone to the Nintendo Switch. I feel like that's like a slippery slope, though, because it could turn into like one of those like baby doll commercials where it's like you can even like pick up like <laughs> it you even can, goes to the bathroom. <laughs> you can throw the Nintendo Switch ring like a freaking Frisbee <laughs> and it chases it and just like shove the cardboard dog after to fetch oh nintendo hire us please oh god <laughs> oh no we have we fallen connected. down this rabbit, <laughs> rabbit hole man uh but anyways gamestop is closing 200 locations <laughs> that's kind of sad uh it is pretty sad to see the movement happen but uh none of us didn't expect this Mm, no, we've been hearing about this for a while. Mm-hmm. They've been slowly closing things. They've been struggling for a long time. Like we've known, this and I know was they were trying the... to do a lot of different things too. I remember they mm-hmm. um they helped publish some games too. I think that they, they tried to get into that business, but I don't I don't know how that worked out. That sounds right. That doesn't surprise me. Oh man, I forgot what game it was. So, uh, here is the question, Hunter. When GameStop closes, when are you, where are you buying your games? Probably digitally or Amazon. Oh. Oh. I used to I would buy them on Amazon if because uh, they used to have that Prime deal where games new games were twenty percent off. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, why would I get my game anywhere else? Hmm. I'm wondering. I'm excited for <laughs> this. Sounds awful, but like when all those stores are closing, like they're gonna have to get rid of that inventory. Oh my god. What if games? Oh man, this is really You're out see, there. Like, what if the video game industry everything. crashes because all of the video game stock is sold away in like excessive discounts because GameStop is closing? I feel like who gets the used games? Whoever wants to buy them. That's a good point. Wow, 
I really hope that this happens now. I don't, but I, I do. I know. That's why I was like, I feel bad like saying this because like you hear about that all the time. We're like, ooh, they're closing. Let's go get all that stuff for a huge We're discount. We're closeout sale. 50% off. Yay. You know, this game, it was uh, 30 bucks. You want it for 15 Maybe that's when I'll actually uh, go get all the Overwatch uh, Funko Pops because yeah, I don't maybe. have very many. I, I only have, have Torbjorn because he comes with his turret. I have uh, Reinhardt. I think... Uh, I think he glows in the dark. I think it's the cold heart skin. Oh, okay. I was wondering why he would just glow in the dark. But I remember I tried. I went into a dark room with him, and it didn't glow. Uh, Well, maybe he hates you. Most likely. Yeah. It's, a lot of people do. Uh, that's a pretty great chance. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Pokemon? What do you think about the new Pokemon coming out? I want to play it because I have have not really played a Pokemon game since like Game Boy Advance. Okay. okay. <laughs> are you going to... Are you sad... Uh, that not all of the Pokemon are in the game? Um, well, I don't know a lot about them, but I guess no. Okay, okay. Cause... Maybe I would be if I was more of a Pokemon connoisseur. I just re-downloaded Pokemon Go, actually, the other day. I have I don't been play playing it, Pokemon Go like crazy. Before we recorded last week's episode, I spent the entire... Uh, I spent 20 minutes all on my own taking pictures of Pokemon because that's how you get Smeargle to appear. <laughs> It's the only way to get him to appear is if you photobomb. I photo almost took a picture of a grape a on a staircase today. Oh, really? Was it a video game grape? <laughs> no, it was. Stay on it topic. Was in real life. <laughs> it was an IRL grape on the it stairs. It was on the stairs, and it looked lonely. Why did you take a picture of it? I didn't. I almost did, but then oh, okay. someone was gonna see me. They were gonna see me take a picture of it, and I was like. I don't need that happening. <laughs> you didn't want to be judged by a no, potential like, BCA be like, student. Well, the the worst thing was I think it was faculty, and they <laughs> they were walking by and they would have saw me just take a picture of. They wouldn't have known what I was taking a picture of until mm-hmm. they passed it on the stairs. Perfect. Great. So they would have been like, a grape, grape, grape. Why? Grape. Why? Okay. Why? <laughs> All right. That did kid's... they leave it there? I don't know. I want to go see eat if it's the grape? squished. Uh, it's most likely squished. Rip. But anyways, Pokemon. So the deal <laughs> is, uh, there are now, I believe, over a thousand Pokemon. I think I know we're at at least eight hundred. That's too much. I'm we're at kidding. at least eight hundred for sure. Uh, don't know how many of the new generation is adding, but they will for sure tip us over like nine hundred, maybe even a thousand, if they really go crazy. In, it's probably not over in the 1, Pokemon universe when they like introduce a new one. Is that like? What is that? Where did the Pokemon come from? Well, the thought like, process... Like, did they always exist? They've always just... existed. They've just been in the different worlds. Ah. Mm-hmm. Like, planet worlds, or is that explained? No, just, like, islands. Okay. For instance, we don't have pandas in America, right, Hunter? Yes. It, it's exactly Unless like zoo. that. Unless they're in a zoo. Oh, what if they had a Pokemon zoo that, like, <clears throat> it, it, like, teased new, <laughs> new Pokemon from a future <laughs> game? <laughs> You're like, wait, what's that? Uh, no one would care that much is what happens. Pokemon Zoo coming out on he is, Switch. There is a lot of them. There are so many Pokemon that exist, right? Yes. Uh, so what has happened with the new games is that they've realized that it would take too much development time to include all of the Pokemon, which every time they make a new Pokemon game, they add the new ones, and then they add in all of the previous ones. They give them new sprites. They give them new... Uh, model information, they give them new, they have to like program in the moveset, everything goes from game to game, that's happened since the beginning. But now that there are so many, there are so many Pokemon that the developers are like, we can't 
fit a national Pokedex in. Like we just we Oof. can't include all of the Pokemon. We're gonna have to leave some out. And that is getting a lot of people really mad. And I think that's dumb. <laughs> you think it's dumb that they're mad or dumb that they can't fit all of them in there? I think it's really dumb that a lot of people are mad about this. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't if it's a new game, wouldn't you expect most of the like the new ones being in there? Uh, I mean, all of the new yeah, ones. All, are new. Well, yeah, all the Any new ones. Any new Pokemon in there is a new one. Yeah, but like, why would you expect all of the old ones? Uh, just because that's how it's been since the original Red and Blue. Uh, and, and on one side, yes, I get it. It is sad. On the other side, we're also in an age with video games where we're becoming more aware that crunch time is a major problem developers face. Oh, yeah, imagine having to sit there. Like, I'm sorry, but I would rather a developer get to see his family for the weekend (laughs) than Bidoof be in the next Pokemon (laughs) game. (laughs) Actually, you know what? I need him in Uh, it. I take it back. Bidoof has to be in the next Pokemon game. Love Disk, we can do without Love Disk. I don't even know. Uh, Love Disk is shaped like a heart, and it's a fish-type Pokemon, and it has garbage stats. It's useless. Do you think uh, also in the Pokemon universe, the oceans are mostly untapped for knowing what's down there? There are some Pokemon where the gimmick is like, ooh, they're an ancient water Pokemon that's just been down there forever. I think Relicanth has that kind of story. Ah. Yeah. Man, Pokemon. I don't know a lot about the Pokemon lore. They're, they've just sort of as like a final side note on this Pokemon conversation, one of the new Pokemon announced is called Pultigeist. And it is a teapot. It's like a cracked little teapot, and there's a ghost that lives in the teapot. So is the teapot part of the ghost? Yes. So, wait, is the teapot like an actual teapot, though? Uh, In-game, yes. Yeah. So what's the Pokemon? Is it what the, the ghost inside of it? The Pokemon is the ghost it, inside the whole... of it. Okay. And it's called Pultigeist. And there was someone who one day on the internet was like, wouldn't this be a great idea for a Pokemon? Uh, and then they just left that post up there, and then flash forward like six years to today, and that Pokemon exists, and people went back to that post, and I think they're going to try to start up like a Nintendo stealing our ideas sort of thing. But the original poster came back and was like, oh, wow, I never expected anyone to find this. Uh, Yeah, no, Nintendo hired me. And oh. it turns out that like Nintendo... to employees can just like pitch ideas for Pokemon on a long list of ideas and the developers are like yeah whenever this works we'll fit it in and because it's England and teapots like yeah Poltegeist was made that's cool right isn't that pretty neat I want to make a Pokemon Ooh, so Hunter do you have any (laughs) final thoughts for this week for us um no no I don't think so okay then oh wait oh uh, why was it such a big deal that everyone is complaining about how the X button on PlayStation is actually cross? Did you hear about that? I did hear about that, and I do think that it is... I'm one of the people that thinks that that's dumb. I think that's dumb, too. I think it's taken Sony way too long to call it the cross button. At this point, just, like, roll with it. It's the X button, PlayStation. Yeah, because well, like, even today for National Video Game Day, Xbox, like, put out a tweet that's like, oh, the one thing that, like, unites all of us is the X button. And I was like, that's so <laughs> weird that, like, they, they said that specifically, like, right... I was like, right after... They uh, like said there's that it's no cross. way they weren't making fun of PlayStation. Yeah, but honestly. they had a picture of like all of them. The Switch, mm-hmm. the they even had a picture of a keyboard too. But like obviously, oh, that's like, funny. Yeah, 
obviously the keyboard would have an X. There's <laughs> a keyboard without one. Why? <laughs> Why don't you guys tweet at Downtime TV? Uh, what do you think the PlayStation X button should be called? There is one right answer, and it's X button. <laughs> um, but that's gonna do it for us this week. Thank you for listening. I've been Billy Nuttle. I'm Hunter Hannon. And uh, hopefully you get to spend some more of your downtime with us. 